1: This year marks the 40th anniversary of one of the greatest songs of all time and certainly America's most recognizable patriotic songs, God Bless the USA. Lee Greenwood wrote the song back in 1983, and it was recognized as Song of the Year in 1985 by the Country Music Association. It's been covered by countless musicians. Wednesday this past week, we celebrated Flag Day with Lee Greenwood on Fox & Friends. And I asked if he could come on the podcast to talk about his life, career, and what it was like writing God Bless the USA, what it meant back then, and 40 years later. He also has a very special project coming up for Veterans Day he wants everyone to know about and celebrate to honor our veterans. It was an honor to sit down and spend some time with a true American hero and a patriot. Here is Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood, thank you for being here.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. This is Flag Day. This is amazing
1: yes. to be in New York. I, You tell me what Flag Day means to you.
0: Um. First of all, respect for the country starts when you're very young. Uh, When I was in grammar school, I understood the commitment of the military people around us, because I'm old enough to remember Vietnam. Mm. And uh, so I get into high school. I'm the drum major from a high school marching band. Uh, We used to perform over at McClellan and Mather Air Force bases outside of my home in Sacramento, California. I saw the commitment of the military, and I always noticed they had a little flag, an American flag on their shoulder. That represented everything they did was for the country and for Mm -hmm. flag. You have to stand for the flag you kneel for God and that's my mantra
1: do you feel like we're losing that? Um,
0: no I think it depends on who you talk to I, mean, I in, in my circle of friends they're all I'm preaching to the choir but um, there, there are those you know who I think want change so badly that they think it's necessary to change everything that we stand for and the flag isn't one of those mm. the flag represents the freedom that we enjoy to make that deserted opinion and that's fine but you have to honor the flag first
1: So it's the 40th anniversary of one of the greatest songs of all time. Do you remember writing it? What inspired you?
0: I think it's just love of country. I, I have to tell you that I spent 20 years in Nevada, and I, I left high school and went right state to Reno and Lake Tahoe, and then the casinos of Nevada for 20 years, and I watched some of the major performers there, including Elvis, because I worked in the same hotel he did in the Hilton. I had my own show there in the lounge, and he was <laughs> did in Did you get to room. meet him? Oh, yeah, quite a few times, and he was very good to everybody, but I watched his show several times, and I saw him sing the trilogy. The trilogy was about loving America. And I said, if I ever get my career, I really want to do the trilogy to close my show as an artist. Well, lo and behold, I get my career. And it was a long time waiting. I was 37 before I got to Nashville. But I finally got that opportunity. And I was on the road two three years. I was Every doghouse, outhouse, and roundhouse. I can't tell you how busy we were. I went from one bus to two bus to three buses and two tractor trailers, carrying production, working with Alabama, Kenny Rogers, Barbara Mendrell, the Judds, Oaks, everybody. <laughs> and suddenly one night, I don't know, it was something that I we had fireworks after a show. And I'm between Texas and Arkansas and going down the road. And I have my piano in the back of the bus where I wrote all of the music during those 10 years. And I said, on on it just, just came to me. You know, it's just like, I think it's time to write that song. And I did. How long did it take you? Well, that particular night, probably 30, 40 minutes. But when I got home, I hadn't finished the chorus. And my producer, Jerry Crutchfield, love him to death. And he's gone now. Uh, we produced all of those albums together at, at MCA and at Capitol Nashville he and I talked about how to um, 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 massage the country, how how to make it so that everybody would be involved in what I'm trying to say. The love of America and God bless it for being a country that stands for freedom. So we could have we did say New York and LA, that was important. Yes. I could have said Seattle and Miami. That didn't seem to make any sense. We said Detroit and Houston, because in those days, Motown was responsible for the economy of the country, as was the oil industry in Houston. I mentioned Texas twice. It's a big state. I yeah. could have said Alaska, but it didn't, it didn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and that my producer suggested Minnesota, the lakes of Minnesota and Hills of. Tennessee and that kind of worked for me because as I look at a, a pentagram I'm, I'm kind of looking at the whole country in that way run, running a string and that and just went in the studio and poetically it worked and I recorded it and I took it to MCA and they said we want that to be the record this year
1: and it was and it's lasted the test of time I get tears in my eyes my kids perform it in school Lee and it you, there's no words to tell you how it feels to listen to your children sing the words that you wrote. Oh,
0: believe me. I've I've seen video after video after video of kids who are preteen, even little tiny kids who, who can't even pronounce the words. Oh. But they remember the words. Uh, I won't forget the men who died. They remember the words. I'm proud to be an American. Mm. And then the ending. You know, God bless the USA some little kid thinks the top of his lungs. It's just, I, I just love it. It's yeah. so hard for me. We have two sons, of course, uh, at the time of this broadcast. Uh, I want to wish my, my wife happy birthday. She's in England, Aww. and our 24 year old uh, who graduated TCU uh, is backpacking across England, so they're there as we, as we speak.
1: What's it, I mean, your spouse, she has to be somebody who accepts the fact that you're on the road, and this is your life. Uh, that That's a big, important job.
0: It is, and she recognizes that. But she doesn't know I'm in New York, and not on Fox, and and, uh, and we'll do Fox and Friends this morning as well. You'll it's, I I'm not sure her. at the time of this broadcast. I will surprise her. Uh, I've got my son prompting her as he walks. <laughs> I told Aww. him, I said, Tell everybody as you walk through England, you have a lot of British people saying there's some huge announcement they're going to make on Fox <laughs> and Friends. You need to watch Fox and Friends in the morning. And I don't know if she's going to bite on that or not, but I, I'm hoping this is the first time I'll ever be away from her since I met her for
1: her birthday. Oh, wow. Well, that's really special. We'll make sure that it is. She it, knows. Well, happy birthday. What's Thank your you, wife's Kim. name again? Kim. Kimberly. Oh, next time you come. I want to. I want to interview her as well.
0: Oh, that, you'll be terrific. She's a pageant director, executive director for Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi for Miss USA.
1: Ah. Uh, Tell me about what you did for the anniversary of D-Day.
0: Yeah, we, I took my whole family to France, and uh, we were going to be there for two whole weeks, but we made sure that when we flew into Paris the first time, we stayed there three days and drove immediately to Normandy um, because I, I, I really wanted to reach out to them. I met the—by uh, phone call, I talked to the director of uh, American cemeteries across the world, and he said, we'd love to have you. We'd like you to lay a wreath, and we did that with my, my entire family— um, and then we walked the uh, the graveyard of the 10,000 soldiers that gave their lives for the freedom of France, and we put a flag in the ground With the last of 10,000 flags. They allowed me to put that in flag for Roosevelt's son who was a general and served in, in, in Normandy and died as well. Um, and then we uh, interestingly enough that my, my wife stepped back and filmed that uh, and and'm I'm, I'm giving you know honor to as I'm on my knee just you know saying a prayer and it was seen by two million people I oh. mean just because they honored, the soldiers there, as we did, mm-hmm. and it was very moving.
1: It's important, uh, you know. Our kids need to know this kind of history, and I feel like as parents, it's up to us to make sure that the, that schools represent that. That's and, where it starts. Yeah, and
0: and I'll tell you that we see plenty of film about Pearl Harbor. My my dad joined the navy right after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Uh, and I'm—I was born in '42 while he was deployed, so he was four years in the Navy, two years in the Merchant Marine, and we still saw plenty of those films of the Japanese bombing all those ships and killing those three thousand sailors. And yet, the attack on America was just as so bad, and we haven't seen any of that film since then. I just—I'm a little bit irritated that we need to make sure our younger generation knows what a tremendous. Uh, a tragedy that was a crisis for America when we got hit on our own soil for the first time. Mm-hmm. Terrorists using citizens to kill citizens, and I'm just that we need to, somebody to do something. If you reach it out to me, folks, you know all you people in film industry, let's make some more documentaries about that attack on America. Because I came here to do three times in New York. I sang Yankee Stadium for the Farns Memorial, Carnegie Hall for the Police Memorial, and then the fourth game of the World Series that was the Yankees against the Diamondbacks uh, at the request of the mayor. And so it was, it was, a, it was a. Tremendous heartfelt time for us, and we toured America then for two years with the, the First Lady.
1: Yeah, your song brings so many people together. I feel like it's apolitical; everyone can. Get I want me- it to be. Yeah, I need it to be. Absolutely, and and you, listen, if people want you to come and perform that song, you don't care if it, what stripes you wear.
0: No, and, and that's not my initiative. I never use the podium or my stage to talk about my politics. Mm. And I'm not even going to say it here.
1: Well, I mean, listen, I get it. I get why people want to be vocal. Uh, and I don't disparage those folks either. But I think now is the time where we sort of have to come together, all of us as Americans.
0: It's never been a better time, although there have been times we've needed that same sentence. I mean, you know, and people say, have we ever been divided as much? Do you not remember the Civil War? Yes. Do you not remember Vietnam? Yes, we have been divided. Mm-hmm. And 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 it is a divisible kind of thing for freedom. It's a push and pull. But there are times when we all pull together and we need to make sure that America stands strong against the rest of the world. There's lots of threats out there and we need to meet every threat with the strength of defense and our military and honor America and honor our flag. And on this flag day, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Tell me what, what you're going to be doing this summer?
0: Well, um, we've kind of committed ourselves to the touring schedule again. Okay. Uh, and I want to thank my sponsor, ABC Supply, out of Beloit, Wisconsin, who takes care of my touring Very nice. Needs. I have a bus and trailer, and I have a bunch of gypsies to travel with me. The, the band's <laughs> been with me 25 years, most of them. And uh, and our, our series of hits as we take them across the country, as with a new agency, Action Entertainment Coalition, out of Nashville, and we are just ready to book.
1: Mm-hmm. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast. Right after this. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox & Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. What's it like when you see other uh, singers, songwriters perform your song? Um, you know it's thrilling I, I have to
0: <laughs> I just can't tell you um, we filmed the show in Huntsville, Alabama seats 16,000 and we had 40 different artists from different uh, genres Michael W. Smith the Isaacs the Gatlin Brothers Crystal Gale uh, Lee Bryce uh, Justin Lynch Jamie Johnson and they all sang songs that I recorded in Maine Popular and I'm in the audience just watching this and just like oh my gosh they could have had that hit instead of me you know uh, and so we filmed it and we're going to film we're going to show that in uh, AM see theaters across America uh, on Veterans Day. So this year, if all your listeners will go and adopt, we, it's called Adopt a Vet. We've created a website for you. Buy those tickets pre Uh, uh, Veterans Day so you can take the honor and honor the veteran in your life and treat them to a very special show. 40 Years of Hits, Lee Greenwood on Veterans Day at an AMC theater near you.
1: That's amazing. That's an incredible achievement.
0: Yeah. And I think the gift for veterans at this, you want to honor a veteran, particularly that's why we call it Veterans Day. So if you go to adopt a vet, uh, you can buy your tickets early.
1: We have to take care of our veterans, Lee. Yeah,
0: I know. I do what I can. We've built 220 homes in uh, in about 15 years uh, through a charity and and, and give them to wounded warriors. And it just it makes me feel so good. We're going to do another hundred this year with the help of Bass Pro and Lenar Homes. Uh, going to just every time we find a vet if we can that's been wounded, we vet them and make sure that they have a goal in their life, and then we put them in a house.
1: Mm. And when you sing your song and you see those veterans in the audience, that might be it. Must be surreal.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's mixed, you know, sometimes it gives me pride and sometimes it gives me sympathetic emotions. Wow. Um, we know what they went through. I have lots of friends, uh, in the military and many of them who are in combat. And, uh, and we talk about their strife and how they measure that against their personal life and how they take care of their family. Many came back either wounded or not and didn't have a family when they came back. Mm. Uh, many didn't have a family at all. And then trying to find someone who understands their PTSD and what they go through.
1: Mm-hmm. What's on the horizon for you? It feels like, you know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do all of this.
0: Well, with my my son Dalton got married last year and he graduated Vanderbilt with a PhD in in, uh, uh, pathology and immunology. He'll be moving on uh, and probably have children. So we're looking at that horizon. Mm -hmm. Our younger son, who's backpacking across England currently, will be going to University of Miami to get his master's in music composition and engineering and computing. So we want to make sure that we have a little bit more of a handle on where our sons are going and their personal life. I might just say this might be the last year next year that out to her. Really? Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm 80 years old. I'll be 81 this year. I mean,
1: God bless you. You I've been look graced, amazing.
0: <laughs> thank you, and so do you, by the way. <laughs> and, and and I'm graced with uh, with good genetics, and I, and I still love singing. Uh, I will be performing today in New York for Flag Day.
1: Mm-hmm. And tell me what you would recommend for parents who have kids who are musically inclined. My both my boys play the piano. They both play cello. That's something that we really wanted to instill in them: the love of music.
0: You know, music is really good for us. Um, It's like the salt and pepper in our life. It's the spice. And for those who have been graced with talent... um, you, you can't deny them the chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, but it is a tough road. I was 37 before, and I'd worked my butt off for a long time trying to have national success, and it finally came, but it was um, persistence and persistence. You know, I just would not give up trying. Uh, I got a little lucky. I think God had his hand in that. And if your kid has talent, there's no you can't deny them the chance to do it. But even if they only spend 10 years at it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let, let them have it. Let, let them see what it goes to. Um, um, if they really have a passion for it, because it's going to interrupt their life, it's going to change how they think about the mate they choose, um, uh, the education they get, the job they have, because you'll, you'll end up having to get a job to support your music yes. <laughs> rather than music to support your life. And and uh, a few get lucky, but not that like the days of Elvis where it just come in a rush. Uh, it's, it's a grind it out. and. Um, you know, God bless you. If your if your kids are talented enough, I hope that they uh, write motion picture themes like my son's going to do. You know?
1: Oh wow! What would you be doing if you weren't doing this?
0: Oh, I don't know. I've, I've had so many things I could have done. I was a farmer growing up in California. Wow. I would probably enjoy working with the earth. Um, but I, I don't think I want to drive a tractor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was a dealer in Vegas and, you know, and there were thoughts of opening up my own casinos, you know, in Nevada, but I don't think I'm going to do that either. That's too much work. And it's a long period of time getting there. And I gave up dealing cards when I was like 34. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I have plans, uh, to travel the world. And I think I don't, need a job after that, I think maybe I'll just travel with her. Mm -hmm. So Kim, bless you. Happy birthday.
1: Oh, that's, I love hearing that. I really, and I love talking to spouses who really know what it is to support the love of their life. You Mm -hmm. know, I feel that way with my husband. He knows that my career, you know, he has to be flexible for me. Mm -hmm. And it takes it takes a certain person to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, we've had a few times when our work conflicts. She has three pageants a year where she crowns six girls. And I try to be there almost every time, but you know, if the pageant is on a Saturday and that's the biggest day in my week that I work on the road, there are those conflicts. And it and it's it really hurts to not be able to support her during that time. But I do support her all year long. Uh, when she packs a truck, I'm there putting boxes in the truck going on to <laughs> Clarksville or to Mississippi or Georgia. And uh, and then we'll as if I have a, a show that's near there, I'll end up taking my bus there and drops me off and I'll be at the pageant with her. So, yeah, I support her like she supports me. What kind of music do you listen to? You know, you'd be surprised, I think. Um, I've had my country music career since 1979. I signed with MCA Records, and so country has been my life. And I've sang nothing but country music on stage, with a few exceptions. But um, my, the people that I'd love to listen to would have been in the early days James Taylor, Elton John, um, uh, Ray Charles, because I'm, I'm soulful. My background is rhythm and blues and jazz. Oddly enough, my favorite band is Tower of Power from Oakland, California. Wow! Uh, I used to play because I had shows in Vegas with three horns in it. I always played the horn band, kind of Chicago, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. You know, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I played all of those, the music from those bands, um, and and it was always like. How big can we get, you know? And Ekami drove you down from 15 pieces to three, you know, for a while. And I travel now on the road with five pieces. And we integrate our show with a little bit of my background here and there. Um, but mostly we stay with the country music. And when I listen, I like to listen to music with no singers because that tends to influence me on which way I'm going to go with the next song I write or what yeah. I sing on stage. I just like to hear nice, cool, easy listening music. And And my wife and I have a, a a CD that we've listened to for many years that before we retire in the evening, we'll put that CD on and just let us go to sleep with that. What's the CD? I can't remember the name, (laughs) but it's been so many years we bought it. And we just, we push the button and it plays and we go to sleep.
1: (laughs) There is something about that time in music that I don't know that we'll ever get back.
0: No, we won't. And, and I have a phrase, you can never repeat the magic, but you can make new magic. Mm. And I think that's what's happening now. There's a, an evolution in music as my young son, Parker, uh, who's backpacking across England, uh, it, will be writing music for video games and motion pictures. And wow. so his intent is to bring the new kind of electric sound with rhythm and yes. and ethereal sounds to to, to uh, radio and to, uh, and to recording. And he can be successful at it. So there's a new surge of new conversations kinds of music and how the application of electronics um, uh, integrates with great artistry.
1: Tell me about AI, because I just read that Paul McCartney is coming out with a new album and he was able through AI to bring back John Lennon's vocals. What do you think of that?
0: I guess there's a place for that. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not to say that I don't like, when I go in the studio and my guitar player has Uh, Sample sounds from different things, anywhere from birds to elephants, you know, to different uh, musical instruments and what they sound like. But I think when you get into AI and try to... My son the other day, he he used AI to try to create a song like God Bless USA. It was (gasps) atrocious. It was awful. I'm glad
1: you told me that. It was
0: terrible. So I think that when you cross the line and you take away the creativeness of a human being, you know, somebody who is an artist or a creator of some invention, kind of what it is, you, Mm -hmm. you invent these headphones and you say, okay, AI, create a new headphone like that. That's a little different. But when you take it, Away, from, you take the uh, initiative of a human being who's mm-hmm. creative and the mind God gave us, and take that away and say, "Aye, aye, you do this." I don't, I don't want that control in my life. I don't, I don't think that's that's where we need to go. I think that's crossing the line.
1: Mm-hmm. How can people find out more about the tour and what you know you do for veterans? Is there a website people can go to?
0: Yeah, first of all, I'll talk about the show that's going to show in AMC theaters across America on Veterans Day. Go to Adopt a Vet. Uh, they have a place there where you can easily purchase the tickets. They're $50 for two people. Take the special veteran in your life and make them feel special on Veterans Day at a theater. Adopt a vet. You can go to my website, com, and find the things that I'm involved in, branding, and how we help soldiers.
1: You are just such a special human being. I feel so blessed to be able to talk to you like this. And, you know, I, like I said, the one of the greatest moments is hearing my kids play sing your song in school. It really is. I wish I could
0: hear them. That send send me a copy of that. Record oh, it and send it to I me. I
1: will. I most definitely <laughs> will, Lee. And uh thank you for all that you do for our veterans um and Flag Day. That's pretty that's That's very important. Our flag is like none other.
0: I I believe that to be true. Um, I remember when we added the two stars with Hawaii and Alaska. I'm that old. (laughs) And we went from 48 to 50, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many more stars could we possibly add? And and then I started thinking about it. Oh, wait, you know, we're— we're landlocked. We got oceans on both sides. And those are two places that are strategic for us in the in the in the Pacific Ocean and when where are we going, then of course next to Russia. And uh so if we ever add other states, it'd have to be two at a time. So I think that's it. You know, I'm I'm confident I think that's it. And when we honor our flag, we're honoring every star. And if you go to the World War Two Memorial in Washington, DC and see the ten thousand stars uh uh on the uh, on the waterfall, each representing ten thousand that were killed in World War Two, you recognize freedom isn't free. And on Flag Day, it's time to honor the veterans because they are the ones that have held our flag high and let it unfurl for the rest of the world as a notice that we are still about freedom.
1: Thank you, Lee. And God bless the USA.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, Cool. <laughs> thanks.
1: Thank you, Lee Greenwood, for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me on the podcast. Every time I hear, God bless the USA, it gives me chills. What a special song from a really incredible person. If you'd like to find out more about the special Lee Greenwood concert showing at AMC Movie Theatres on Veterans Day weekend, you can go to adoptavet.com. And of course, we will have Lee on again when the movie comes out. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janestine on Twitter or FNC on Instagram